Well, hello, friends. Welcome to our broadcast. This is Pastor Frank with Ray, and here we are. We look forward to this every week to share with you about God's amazing love and His amazing grace. If you're new to us, let me share with you what we do here in this broadcast. We look forward to talking about our Savior, the one who loves us and gave his life for us on Calvary's cross. We want to share about God's love and grace. So we usually share a portion out of the Word of God, and then we are led with one another, Ray and I, to talk about some of the things in the Scripture that we read. And that's what we'd like to do today. If you have been with us previously, you know then, then we have been sharing some of the book of Exodus in the Old Testament, sharing some things about Moses and how God raised him up to be the great deliverer, delivering the people of Israel, the Jewish people, out of the bondage of Egypt and Pharaoh. So we've been talking about all of that, and it's been exciting to talk about it. And what we'd like to do is is continue, move on, kind of sidestep once in a while and get into other subjects and topics or scripture that relate to what we have been talking about, Moses and maybe the book of Exodus and things like that. And I hope, especially if you are new, clicking us on here on this broadcast, that you would keep in mind, uh, perhaps you'd like to keep the Bible nearby and look up some of the things that we talk about, but also keep in mind that we're open to hear from you. We would love to hear from you, and we thank all of our followers, those of you who have been with us for a while now. Thank you, and we hope that you relax with us and be very free to share with us, send us a message, if you have any questions, if you have something you would like to share with us, we'd love to hear from you. We'd also like to be praying for you. If you have a prayer request, we have some folks standing by who would like to be praying for you. And, of course, we always want to keep things very personal and private wherever you would like us to. But don't be afraid to share with us. We, we really do care. We love you. And pray for you. We are so grateful for your friendship. It's been wonderful to know you. It's been wonderful for you to hear from us. That's what we like to do is hear from you. So please don't hesitate to be in touch with us. Uh, this is a broadcast. We've been calling it About God's Love. We've been calling it. I'm trying to remember, Ray. <laughs> what, are, what are the headlines for this broadcast? Oh, I know. It's about God's grace, yep. Grace Radio. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. But we're really here to talk about God's grace, and we like to talk about our broadcast on radio. That's another reminder to remind you that we are on other radio stations in different places, and we're really, really happy and we can share with you here on the Spotify broadcast. You could also hear us on other places. We're on Word Radio, which is broadcast out of New Hampshire and Maine, and it's connected with other radio stations for the Internet. But if you're in Maine, please click on one of our radio stations on FM, uh, called um, called Grace Radio with Pastor Frank and also Ray with me. We like to share different things. So thank you for remembering us and clicking us on at the right time, at the right place. Remember now what the broadcast is called. It's called About God's Love. It's called Grace Radio right here on Spotify Radio and other places as well. As I shared a moment ago, you, we've been talking about Exodus chapter 3, about some of the experiences about Moses, what he experienced in his relationship with God. Now, I think one of the highlights to the broadcast that we have talked about 
beginning in Exodus chapter 3, it's in the Old Testament, take some notes on this or have your Bible nearby, and you could look up some of these things after this broadcast. Exodus chapter 3 in the Old Testament. And what's striking to me here in the book of Exodus chapter 3 is how God gets in touch with Moses. And it's a very unusual way. And it's about the burning bush. There's a burning bush that gets the attention of Moses, especially when God himself, through Jesus Christ, in an angel of the Lord, that's we hear from Jesus Christ many times in the Old Testament. And you know, many people do not know that, that there is such a thing as theophanies in the Old Testament that the theologians will sometimes write about or talk about, where God, Jesus Christ himself, reveals himself in the Old Testament. It's not many people that think of it that way. But Jesus does make himself known at the burning bush. And he's referred to there as an angel of the Lord. And so if you get into it theologically with other Bible teachers, you will find that to be true. So the angel of the Lord speaks to Moses out of the burning bush, getting the attention of Moses out of a burning bush. Very unusual. And God knows how to get our attention as well, but I will tell you ahead of time that it's not with the burning bush. God gets our attention in the Bible, for one place, but he gets in touch with us in many different ways. And that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit today, along with with uh, Ray, who's with me, and he always has some great insight. So that's what we talk about together, and I hope that you can feel free to share with us as well. Send us a message if you like, ask any questions on the message page here on Spotify. So don't be afraid to be in touch with us. Ray, I thought you could help us here, or help me here, um, with reading some scripture out of one of the Psalms, and this particular Psalm is Psalm 19. Um, And I I would like to ask you to read uh, uh, Moses. I was going to call you Moses, Ray, but you're like Moses, but you're not Moses. No, that's not right. Uh, Hey, hey, go. (laughs) (laughs) I've been called a lot worse than Moses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know what you mean. So haven't I been. Uh, But here in Exodus I mean, Psalm 19. If you could read to us um, verses 1 through 7, mm-hmm. uh, verses 1 through 6, I should say, uh, we could stop there after you read it, and then we'll, God willing, depending upon our time here, we will continue to read other passages in this psalm. But the way I see it is Psalm 19 is broken down in two places. We can read Psalm 19 from verse 1 to verse 6, where God speaks to us and the Bible is revealing to us that God can get our attention. Now, God got the attention of Moses at the burning bush, but God has other ways of getting our attention, different ways. And I don't think everybody thinks of it, But just because God spoke to Moses out of the burning bush, God also speaks to us today in a personal way, and that's what I want to talk about. It's not out of the burning bush, but God speaks to us through Scripture, and God can speak to us and get messages to us out of the circumstances of life and things that we go through in our life God is speaking to us, but how many people really pay attention to that? Well, it's very meaningful to me because that has come to my attention in recent years as a Christian. But even more so now, God does get his word to me or gets a message out to me. And that's something I think would be very, very interesting to 
talk about Ray. But first, read this these verses here. It's Psalm 19, beginning at verse 1, all the way through to verse 6, and then we'll hesitate there and talk about it. Okay. Uh, this is indeed a psalm of David, and he says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and the words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chambers and rejoices like a strong man to run its race. Its rising is from one end of heaven and its circuit to the other end, and there is nothing hitting from its heat. Wonderful passages, Ray, and I know you'll have some thoughts here because, uh, as you've oftentimes mentioned, we don't uh, study specifically and we don't get too analytical. But God has shown us and has taught us many things. But what we're going to see here is very clear. God revealed himself, the angel of the Lord revealed himself to Moses in Exodus 3. So I'd like to ask this question. See what might come to your mind, Ray. God is not speaking to us here in those passages that you read out of a burning bush. But can you see there your point of view and your perspective of how it might be shown to you? How does God speak to us today? If God doesn't speak to us uh, specifically out of a burning bush. How does he speak to us today? There are a few ways that he can get our attention, but it's not by a burning bush. What do you think of? What, what comes to your mind? Anything in particular? And, uh, you know, it doesn't mean you have to have something in mind, but what do you think about if God wants to get your attention, basing it especially here on these verses that you just read in Psalm 19, what do you think of? How does God get your attention? Well, I think it starts right off with just exactly uh, what we need to know. Uh, on Psalm 19 starts right off, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. Hmm. God is every place, like in this, the first six verses of this a psalm, right, right. Pastor God is every place. We can see Him in the firmament. Uh, that means in the world. I mean, in the trees, in the rocks, in That's the lakes, right. in the oceans, and everything is all created from Him. So we can see that That's He's right. getting our t- attention every time we set some place. And just we're quiet and we're pondering, and we see the beauty that we're looking at. Exactly. Uh, even the sky. Exactly. That's God creation. That's right. Is He not getting our attention through that? Yes, and I, I would say, is that another way to put it that connects with what you just said? Isn't God speaking to us in a way when you see those beautiful flowers, trees, and all of that? Of course he is. He's showing himself to us. And sometimes we kind of think when we see this stuff, we kind of gloss over God. Yes. And we kind of think, well, gee, that's kind of beautiful. Well, gee, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Well, gee. But we ought to really be thinking, thank you, God. That's right. Look how beautiful you made this world. I understand you're trying to get in touch with me. Yeah. All you have to do is make it so that I can indeed interpret what you're saying to me. Exactly. Uh, I, that's exactly how I see it. And it wasn't always that way, way with me, Ray. I've always appreciated nature and looking at beautiful trees, flowers, and whatever else God made. I never thought of it as so much as God being personal with me. 
but I think he is. Oh, very much so. Yeah. That is a very person. I can yeah. remember when I was a child. I'm mm-hmm. not a child, but I was a kid. And like I say, I come from the kind of like the northern part of the state of Maine, so we was always kids that was running in the mountains and stuff like that. But I can yeah. remember of getting up very early in the morning and going fishing in some of the ponds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There would be a little haze still, uh, a little fog. A little. It was, I, listen, I didn't have anything to do with God at that time. Okay. If you would have come to me and said, hey, do you realize who the Savior is? I'd have said, please, you know, I'm fishing. Don't bother me. Right, right. You know, but I still knew by the look and the atmosphere and stuff like that and being alone and quiet, I knew there was something. There was something to it. A lot bigger than me. That's right. That's right. I knew there was something, even though I didn't interpret it as God or anything else. I just said, boy, there's something here. Yeah, that's right. I don't right. know what it is, but there's that's right. something that's, here. That's a beautiful way of describing mm-hmm. it. I mean, you think of all the beauty of the things that God has created, but long ago and years ago, I wasn't taking it as God trying to tell me something. Mm-hmm. No. no. But now, right. I, when I do look at those things, I know it's God speaking. Exactly. I mean, it wasn't the burning bush. Yeah. But nature and the way God has created things now is God speaking to me about himself. Yeah, and I think, too, that even God is trying to tell us sometimes what to do when we don't pay attention. That's right. We've got that. We say, oh, that thought was a stupid thought in my mind. Right, right. But it wasn't. Yeah. Pay attention to these thoughts a little yeah, bit that you get. That's right. That's right. You know, uh, it may be. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes when we pray, we pray for something. Let's say, uh, uh, I need a, a new car. Right. Well, I don't think the prayers are going to be too much listened to for a new car, Pastor. If you've got a car. Mm-hmm. And that car works good and everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we've got to give God his. Well, what do you need a new car for? <laughs> you got a car. That's right. If you're going to ask for something, ask for something to heal that woman across the street that's got a bad leg. That's right. That's a good way to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm really going off the forbidden track here. But what I'm saying, let's watch out for our prayers. In other words, what you're saying is focus on the important things of life. I mean, it's humans that can make a vehicle. Oh, sure. But nobody can make the sun, the moon, and those beautiful flowers, and the lake mm-hmm. that we look at. Those are things that God has put in front of us. Yeah, yeah. But that we might recognize where it's coming from. Exactly right, that there is a God. That's right. That there has to be a God. Yes. I mean, I know to some people who are not Christians or particularly religious, when I say there's got to be a God, Yes. that they say, oh, this guy's stupid. <laughs> but I'm not. No, I'm telling you're not. You, no. I'm telling you, there is a God. Somebody made that. This, That's what, this is what I'm saying. And again, was coming back to the prayers, let's watch out what we pray for. That's right. Because... Prayer is a conversation between you and God. That's right. Well, let's kind of watch out how that conversation goes. That's right. That let's make sure that we're uh-huh. in yeah. line with what God is trying to teach us That's through right. That's right. His showing us that He exists. That's right. Now, I, I love many, like you do, I love many things about nature, and I like to watch. Um, TV programs, educational programs about animals and how God created these very unique creatures. And many of them are beautiful creatures, and they have great design. You look at a tiger with all the stripes, and you say, wow, what a beautiful thing that is. Well, of course it's beautiful. God made it. God created that. Mm. Same thing with flowers or Whatever else that we see in nature, many times it's very beautiful. 
Oh, it's yeah. been created. Somebody with a mind, somebody made that thing. Somebody created that. It didn't come about accidentally. And it wasn't evolution that even science today believes that ev evolution is crazy. No, well, Pastor, uh, you don't believe that we come from some swampy thing, ponds come that uh, you mean I crawled, lightning, yeah. <laughs> lightning come down and yeah, struck no. us and we... No way. No. <laughs> Those <laughs> beautiful things, especially the beautiful things that we see. It was a beautiful person that created it Absolutely. for us to look at and to see, and it gets my attention. Mm -hmm. And I say to myself, wow, who made that? And then I think it's God that made it. God created that for my benefit. Mm -hmm. And when he shows himself that way and he's showing it to me personally, I can thank him and I could say, thank you, Lord. That's a beautiful bunch of flowers that you made here for me to look at. Wow, is that beautiful? No man could make that. No. So I give glory to God for that. Yeah. Uh, why do we, why do many people miss it? You know, it's strange. I, I it's have strange. no idea, but I missed it myself. Yeah, and I, I can't understand That's why right. I did. I missed it myself at one That's time. Right. But right. it's, he's also given us the Bible. Yes. We have these old time, we were talking about Moses, but there's many characters in the Old Testament that reveals God to us today. Yes, yeah, that's right. When we read about some of these old characters in the Bible, yeah. we see ourselves. Yes. Because some, a lot of them uh, yeah. old characters were not the most, the best <laughs> behaved people <laughs> in the world. That's right. <laughs> That's for sure. But they did have something. They loved God. Yeah. They believed in him. They had faith. Faith will will move mountains. That's so true. You know, it really will. And some of these old characters, even if you're a non-Christian, mm -hmm. read the Bible. Let's leave God out of the Bible for just a second. Right. Read the Bible for the Stories about these Old Testament people. Yeah. Now, when, of course, these Old Testament people don't mean anything uh, when compared to Jesus Christ. But I'm just right, saying, right. read some of these old stories in the Bible, in the Old Testament. Well, were they that much different guys. than us, Ray? Uh, those Old Testament people weren't people weren't people different in those days. Yeah, but we still had that same old nature. Well, then they are different, then. Yeah, they're, they're no, they were sinners just like we're sinners. Right. We're sinners, too. Right. But the, the idea of it is, is if they read these old books and stuff like that, uh -huh. they are absolutely interesting books. Leave God outside of it. They're interesting books. And if you read them, God may drag you in. That's right, and, and you know, and, yeah. and give you uh, the faith. It's a great study of the Word of God. It's, it's of people's it's, nature. It is, uh, yeah. and there's no difference. Those those old boys, they yeah. they had their problems too, just like we have. Yeah, I know, problems. and they had the same sinfulness. The same Look at King David, who we talk about yeah, so much. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and Abraham, they all did the same thing. They, they all, all failed. They all were complete failures. That's right. But they were also had complete faith in a true and, God. And when they had faith, they got the grace of God. That's so yeah. true. So yeah. true. And I think I remember when I was taking a course in psychology, when I was studying the Bible, when you go to Bible schools, good Bible schools, they also have courses there about psychology from a human point of view and so forth. But I remember in studying uh, the subject of human psychology and being a Bible student at the same time, I was amazed about the fact that you can learn all about human nature if you want to, just studying the creatures in the Old Testament. I mean, people. Absolutely. You study the life of these people, and you can identify with much of what they did. Absolutely. In them, in themselves. When wow. we when we read about the Old Testament people and stuff like that, yeah. if we don't study it a little bit, we think, 
well, gee, that, that, that's all right. That, that's okay. Good for you. I mean, it's not, mm-hmm. but when you study it, you see in them things you that you see in yourself. That's right, and that's what's so important about it. I mean, we could, some people maybe laugh a little bit when they think about King David, how, uh, you know, he committed adultery. Uh, he did all these bad things. And, right. and we laugh at, what's the matter with David? Why doesn't he smarten up? He's got a heart after God, and he's going to go out and look at Bathsheba and get himself into a, a sin, and, and he has to deal with Bathsheba's husband because she's a married... You know, you say to yourself, "Wow, yeah." And David, people uh, haven't changed much. You you have to <laughs> you have to give David credit. He only had about nineteen wives of his own before he saw Bathsheba. <laughs> okay, I mean, you know, yeah. how much of a beast can you get? <laughs> I know it. So. But he had he had that heart. He understood God revealed Himself to David. Yeah, that's right through different ways and stuff like that. He revealed himself, and David had the faith, even though he was a complete failure. That's right. He had a heart after God. And he had God's grace. But he committed all those sins. Where are we any different today? Human nature hasn't changed. We're not. Not a bit. Not a bit. Not a bit. That's why sometimes, and we talked about it before, but when we see people and they're doing something wrong. Like, let's say my neighbor is having an affair with another neighbor down the road and stuff like that. If he's a Christian, uh, let's not condemn him. Let's see if we can help him. That's right. Let's talk to him. You know what I'm saying? And say, hey, you're doing wrong. If you're a Christian, you shouldn't be doing this and stuff. But let's not condemn him. Well, no, because we all have the same capacity of we doing the wrong thing. Exactly right. Our uh, capacity is always there. Yes. And yeah. it may not be in that particular realm, but it may but they, be in another realm. There's other realm. things. That's right. It may, it may be I'll find uh, $1,000 in someone's wallet or something, and instead right. of giving it That's back right. to them, I keep it. Right. That's why it's still amazing to me, Ray, that without knowing God, without knowing the Bible, we could think things about that is so wrong, you know, that there are some perfect people in the world and there are people that are good people, there are bad people. The fact of the matter is we're all bad people when it comes down to the sinfulness because the Bible makes it clear that all have sinned. We could have been King David. Absolutely, without any doubt. Yeah. At the culture of that time, it was the culture of that time for him to have that many wives. Yeah, well, he was a king. He could do what he wanted to do. He could do what he wanted to do, but we think, boy, wow, he's got 19 wives? Yep, that's right. And he needs another one? Yeah, right. I mean, and he he steals another woman. I mean, he goes out of his way to steal her. Yeah, he steals Uh, a wife from a good man, by the way. And then has her husband killed. Because that's he right. Wants that's right. Well, how, how, how wicked can you get? <laughs> Say it. How wicked can you get? It's right. And and here we are. Like sometimes Christians walk around like they have a halo over their head and yeah, they're perfect. But that's not so. No, they're not perfect. How and, can we read the Bible and look down our nose at other people like we're better than they are? Yeah. And it's sometimes that we we put pastors and ministers and priests and rabbis and stuff like that on a mm. little bit of a pedestal that we should not put them on. Well, that's right. Because they're no different than we are. That's right. They have that sinful nature too. Yeah. They now, I'm not saying, them. please, don't understand and don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that this stuff is good. No. It's not good. No. It's not godly at all. But it's our nature. That's right, and I think we also have to make it clear, like you just brought to our attention, that uh, we're no different from anybody else. We're no better than anyone else as Christians, and we need to understand that we're a part of the fallen human nature that we're living in. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as there are some good people who don't have to worry about going to heaven because they're naturally good people. That's not the way it goes. And it's like you and I were talking about here not too long ago, too, about Mm. we were missing some of our friends, you know, that have gone to heaven. That's right. And, you know, there's something there 
I realize that we miss them, but there's also something there that envies them just a little bit. Yes. Because they don't have this garbage anymore. No, they're free of that. They're free of this garbage that we carry around with us and stuff like that. It's all for the grace of God. What a wonderful thing. I mean, you know, it's really, that is is an important thing to live by. And why shouldn't we then want to be a follower and a trusting person in the Lord Jesus Christ as a Savior? Because those friends that you just said, God gave them a promise before they died. They accepted Christ as their Savior, and Jesus said they'll go to heaven. Yeah. Jesus said to Christians, those who believe in him and the truth about what we have just been discussing— got a promise from Jesus Christ, knowing if we accept him and know him as the one who died for our sin on a cross, well, he promised us that we have a home in heaven mm-hmm. waiting for us. Why shouldn't we want to trust him? Well, there'll be none of this stuff right. about I'm going to want the, my neighbor's wife or I'm going to yeah. want more money or I'm going to want oh, this and I want that. That's yeah. all gone. No jealousy, no no, right. no envy, right. no madness, no anger. It, it's, boy, it's a great thing that they oh, have boy. that faith. Yeah. It's a great but thing the to deception, have. you know, the devil's real too. It's, he's not a subject right now mm-hmm. except to say he's a loser. Mm-hmm. But the devil can fool people by thinking that be, because they're good observers of the Bible and of a church denomination of some kind, people think we can earn our way <laughs> to heaven by what we do, but we can never be that good. We can't God you must be perfect in it's, order to get to heaven on your own. To get to heaven on your own is the most simplest thing you can do. Right. Okay. Tell me. All you gotta do is have heart. Okay. Have the heart to really believe that God is God and that he sent his son to us to redeem us from our sins. Oh, that's good. That's, that's all. It's, it's that simple. It's not, yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. That's, that's not so complicated. No, it's not. It's not I'm not good enough to get to heaven on my own. No. I can't be religious enough to get to heaven on my own. The Bible makes it clear I can't live by the commandments. I've broken God's commandments, yeah. and I can't make up for it. Mm-hmm. Even trying to turn over a new leaf is not going to change anything. I have a sinful way about myself that will not go away. That's right. Unless I trust Jesus Christ as my Savior, then he gives us another nature of love toward God and what God did for us at the cross yeah. where Christ died for us. But, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to keep on sinning. No. Because you're going to keep on sinning until the day you die. That's right. We don't want to, though, right? You, that's, that's the whole thing right there. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to sin, but you don't want to. Plus, Jesus gave us a way to indeed redeem us even from the sin that we take right and do right now. Because yes. all we've got to do is go before him if our heart is right and say, I know, Jesus, I screwed up again. Right. Please forgive, forgive me. me. Right. And you're forgiven. That's right. Now that applies to Christians plus the fact that any sinner can go to the Lord Jesus Christ with a true heart mm-hmm. and thank him. Thank you, Lord, for dying for all my sins on the cross. Yep. I accept you as my Savior. Mm-hmm. And the Bible also tells us one of my favorite passages, First John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Absolutely. And, and he will. Us. Yeah. And he will. He will, absolutely. And I think, well, some people may not understand it, we sin. Well, you did say it. We're sinners by nature. Yeah. We don't want to sin, but we fall flat in our face. Yeah. And we do sin. We don't want to commit terrible, obvious sins, but we sin one way or another. And we, we have to. You know, every day in my prayers, I always think about the fact that I have to review my day. What kind of a day did I have today? Did I hurt anybody? Did I make somebody? feel bad that I condemn anybody, or whatever the case may be, I come to the awareness that I better confess it and tell God I'm sorry. Yeah. I, did I judge somebody wrongly? Lord, please forgive me. Yeah. And God will wash away the sins. Because but it's a daily kind of a prayer. 
Well, look at the Old Testament. I mean, yeah. the Old Testament, Moses had, God had to give Moses the law in order to have these Old Testament people know that they were sinners. That's right. That's what's good about the Ten Commandments. This is what I'm saying. Plus the law of Moses, yeah. I mean, that told you that you was indeed a sinner. They didn't know they were sinning. No. And I think there's some ways today that we don't know we're sinning. Well, that's right. Well, if you're reading about the Ten Commandments, what does it do to you? I mean, what does it remind you of? Well, it, it reminds it, us we're sinners, right? Well, that's what it was put in there for, but, to tell us that we were sinners. And the proven fact of that is I can't live by the commandments. So I'm going to fail, fall flat in my face. That was the curse on the old law. That's right. Because the old law, if you broke yeah. one little point of the old law, you broke the whole law. That's right. You failed in everything. You point. failed in everything. So we don't want to break God's laws, but I have to be honest about it. I, I've never bet, met anybody that could keep the Ten Commandments. The only one that could do it is Jesus Christ. That's right. That's why he come here to walk. That's right. Walk straight on the old law. Right. So that means then the, old, the, the um, Ten Commandments is a guide, a pathway that shows me the right way to go and the right way to think and do things. Mm -hmm. That's all it'll do for me. It, it helps me a lot because it, it gives me borderlines and don't cross here, don't cross there. But it has to show me and remind me that I am a sinner. Yep. And I can't live by the commandments. I must rest and trust in Jesus to help me as best as I can to keep God's commandments. But I need to realize I'm not perfect because if I kept all those commandments, I'm already going to heaven. Yeah, you can't, you can't do it. You're going to heaven because you believe in Jesus Christ. That's right. And what he did. That's, that's why you're going to heaven. Yeah, because he paid for all my sins. Right. But uh, if you think you can go to heaven by keeping the Old Testament and laws and rules and regulations and commands and everything else, right. forget it, Pastor. You can't, yeah, you you can't, can't make it. No. You can't make it. But it doesn't mean we're free to commit any sin we want to because I know I can't do it anyway. I might as well just go and do it. Oh, God's not saying that. Yeah, but we don't, we don't want to. A Christian, I do not want to sin. Do I sin? Yes. You fail. But do I want to? No, no. I don't want to. That's why I can go when I do. When somebody cuts me off in traffic, and if you want to see a man lose his Christianity, put me in heavy traffic. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, somebody will cut me off or something, and they'll yell out the window, get off the road, you old so-and-so. Yeah. And I'll yap back at him, hey. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Lord, please. Yeah. You know, yeah. Don't, don't do it to me. Don't, yeah. don't make yeah. me do this. I know. I but then I, then I have to go, and I have to say, yeah. But Jesus, I, I, I know I did it. I yeah. know I did it. Yeah. But I'm asking for forgiveness. Yeah, we do. Yeah, all right. And we we tell God we're sorry. Help us to do better next time. That's right. We don't want to get angry at anybody. I'll say the wrong thing to someone. And we should be quick to apologize if we can. Absolutely. Uh, and be humble enough to say, I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. Please help me. Forgive me. And so I know, forth. but that is extremely hard pastor yeah because we're prideful yep which is sin also which is sin yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying there's a lot of things that we do that we don't realize that is, that is sin we don't realize it no i mean it's very hard when somebody comes up and insults you or something like that for you not to yap yeah. back at him i know him and know. when you yap back at him and you don't go to him right. later on and say hey i'm sorry for what i did yeah you sin, Pastor. That's right. That's right. So you know what's that expression? By the grace of God, there go I. You Is bet. That, yeah. I. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can all fail. It's so easy to point a finger at other people. But it's just but like we're, we're sinners. It's, it's like this Psalm says, though. Mm -hmm. God is all over the place. He's not just. He don't talk to just mm -hmm. Pastor Frank and Ray. That's right. He talks to. Everybody, Everybody, be quiet yeah, and listen. And look. And that's what the Bible says. Be quiet and listen. Yeah. You know, we have to be leaving now, but the, the, 
it's all around us. You want to look up at a beautiful sky in the evening, and you look at the, the many stars, the moon, and you have to pause a minute and say, wait a minute, where did that come from? Didn't get here by evolution. That's that's a joke. Many scientists, by the way, have have gotten away from that atheism, and they're leaning toward God now more than ever. And uh, science has proven that. Mm-hmm. That now it's not even a real argument with science, true science. And you can find out all about it. You get on a computer, go to these scientists and. Many scientists have converted to Christianity. Now, they know that evolution is a mistake, and it has been, and we're still learning a lot more of our mistakes. Uh, The point is, what you've been saying is so true. We need God. The only way to God now is through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and what he did for us at the cross. You want to know God's love? Look at Calvary's cross. That's God hanging on that cross. That's, that's right. God, that's right. God's the son hanging there. My sins were placed on him, and he was judged in my place mm-hmm. for my sinfulness, which is why he does not turn away from sinners who come to him mm-hmm. and ask for forgiveness because is quick to forgive us and turn us into true believers in God and the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. I mean, it's unbelievable. Words can't even express how much he loves us and what he's done for us. Can you imagine God, the perfect one, who created heaven and earth? He actually took upon himself my sins, and he forgave me. Mm -hmm. He forgave me. When I turned to him, how can he forgive me, though, if I don't turn to him? He can't. He wants to forgive me, but he can't force himself on anyone. It has to be love that brings us to himself. And so we could talk all day about this, but in closing our broadcast, Ray, what can we say to people? You can't even get it all out. You can't even explain it all. But he loves us. It's that simple. God so loved the world, which means he loved Mary. He loved Joey. He loved... Samuel, he loves all these people we know. He loves our parents. He loves our children. And he loves sinners who will turn to him. He will forgive. I don't know how else to explain it. What can we do? Really encourage people to learn the Bible. Get to know God through the Bible. And let God show himself to you by the things that he has created in the world. That's one place to begin to know him. Look at his creation. Look at the beautiful things he's created. I think we can also, like we were talking here a few minutes ago, Mm. even if you're a non-Christian, even if you don't believe in God. That's right. Just just find a place and just be quiet and listen. Right. Just just listen. That's right. That's kind of opening a door for God to come to listen. in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's yeah. I just find a quiet place yeah. and just simply listen for a while. That's right. You don't need a burning bush. No. No, you don't. You that don't. was the Old Testament. Yeah. Uh, and like you were saying at the very first of it, there's many ways that God can get in contact with you. That's right. Sometimes he when, does. Sometimes when you're down or something, just give it a try. It probably won't work, but it may. Yeah, yeah. and it's, I know we can call upon him at any time. Yeah, he's listening. Yeah, and God's also saying, "Look at me." That's right. Keep your eye on Jesus; he'll show you himself. Well, look around, like we were saying at the first of it. Look yeah. around at everything that is That's beautiful. Right. I know it. Uh, if God don't talk to you through that, then you're going to say, "This is all a mistake." I know it's crazy. I mean, this beauty that you see, it, it, it's a mistake. Yeah, it evolves somehow. Yeah. It just, yeah. It just, it just, or it could be an alien. It came from another planet. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what they did. Now, I think that's the, the latest thing that some of the yeah. non-Christians are saying, that, uh, we're, that the earth was seeded by these 
Yeah. Aliens that come down here and started a congregation. And they put us here in the world. <laughs> yeah, the, the aliens did yeah, it. Yeah, and they're yeah. watching us and yeah. stuff like that to see how we yeah. evolve. And oh, wow. God. Yeah. Wow. When all you got to do is just, right. just read the Bible and in some instances just simply be quiet and say, hey, I don't know everything there is to know. And God, he doesn't make it hard at all. The simple things of life, God can reveal himself through all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess what, what's a good thing to say in closing here? Friends, if you're listening today, we pray you'd please be in touch. We'd love to hear from you, but we would like to help in any way we can. I, I can We can share with you if you write to us, get in touch with us. We could share with things things with you that can help you on this subject. And there are other theologians and smart people out there in the world that could show you many things that perhaps we could never even begin to share with you. We can help you. Do you want to know more about Psalm 19? Let us know. We'll get in touch with you about it. We can give you some good advice about all these things. Ask a question. But most of all, in closing here, uh, you may be getting the message from God today, right now, maybe because of things we've talked about, that Jesus came into the world and he died for your sin on an old rugged cross. He will forgive you for all your sins. He will. He'll forgive you for all your sins. He'll wash it away when you do one thing. Admit to God that you are a sinner. Admit to God there's nothing you can do to get God's approval with anything you have or anything you will do. Your only way to salvation is putting your trust in the God who came to this planet and showed himself to us on a cross. He showed his love for us. He paid the price for all of your sins and mine. Why don't you go before God today, right now, and open up your heart to him and tell him, even if you don't know and you're having a hard time understanding it, well, tell the Lord Jesus Christ you'd like to know him in a personal way. And tell the Lord that you'd like to know his love for you. Tell the God that, and admit that you need forgiveness for the sins you've committed. He will show himself to you in his way, in his time. And one way to get to know him is to get to know the Bible. You might need a Bible study. Let us know about it. Maybe we could show you the way to find the information that you need. Shall we say a sinner's prayer, Ray? Would you like to do that? Somebody pray with you right now? Well, if you rather not. You're no, rather, no, yeah. that, that's fine, Pastor, but I kind of disagree with the sinner's prayer uh, to a degree that I don't really wish to give people the words to say. They can say it themselves out of their own heart because that's, the Holy Spirit will take your heart to to God. That's right. But if you just indeed sit down and just simply say words somewhat like what I'm going to say is, I do realize, Heavenly Father, that I am a sinner. That I realize. I do realize and I do believe that you sent your only son here to die on the cross, to be brutally beaten so that my sins would indeed be forgotten. Yes. Uh, And I wish that I could just tell you somehow, but I don't have the words to tell you, Heavenly Father, what's, what is indeed is going on with me. You know, because right. you know my heart. And if you just say that, yes. there will indeed, and mean it, there will indeed be a peace that will come over you. That's right. You don't think so, but there will be a peace that comes over you to accept Jesus and what he did on that cross. He took all our sins upon himself to the point where God could not look upon him. God turned his back. God turned his back on God. 
Yeah, that's right. Because it was it was so it sinful. Was Jesus Himself, being God Himself, who yeah. took our sins upon and Himself. And if you if you believe that, and you yeah. tell God that, mm-hmm. you're going to be a saved person. That's all there is to it. Yeah, you'll be forgiven. Yeah, but the, then that's only the beginning of a new life. Uh-huh. You need to begin to read the Bible. Go to a good Bible believing church. Yep, uh, where the Bible is taught. Mm-hmm. You could learn that much that way. And getting together with other Christians can help significantly. You hear from other believers, uh, you're going to hear things for your own life that you need to be reminded of. But there isn't words that you've got to copy. It's like Jesus gave the Lord's Prayer in the Bible. The Lord's Prayer is kind of like a thesis to go by. Yes. He didn't say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom, so that we would go it word for word no, like that. No. He gave us a guideline in what to go for. That's right. And I think that's what the uh, sinner's prayer is. Yeah. Uh, pray, just a your from your own pray from your own heart. Don't, don't listen to somebody that's going to say, Okay, repeat these words after me. That's right. Don't, I, I, I don't, get it. I get it. Yeah. Right. Just take it from your own heart. Yeah. Even okay. those. Even those <laughs> Even those prayers that are kind of like simplistic um, are very meaningful, but speaking from your heart mm-hmm. is really what God looks at. That's right. Well, we have to go, friends, but I hope you'll remember to be getting back to us. Please send us an email here on Spotify, a prayer request, whatever you have in your mind. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and there's so many ways to do it. Uh, look us up here on Spotify. It's, it's under my name, Frank Tamilio. You see my name there. Just click it on. In all of our broadcasts, we have over 50 of them now, uh, that you can click on different subjects, different things that we share. Uh, we hear from, you know, we have friends that tell us how much they're touched by these messages of God's love. And I, I want you to join us. Uh, be one with us. And, uh, and, 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 and listen to the Word of God and pray at the same time. So until the next time, please remember uh, Grace Radio with Pastor Frank and my friend Ray. We look forward to hearing from you as well. God bless until the next time. Amen. <laughs>